Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric and with me, as always, is my co-host Jonathan. Here I am, rocky like a hurricane. Indeed. And uh, so we are back and we have, uh, we've been on a bit of a, a journey, a literal journey. Bit, bit of a journey, uh, yeah. And also so, uh, we're, we're kind of slowly picking up speed here on the podcast. Yeah. I guess this will be an episode released a week after the one before, which will be a first in a while. Slowly getting back into the groove of things. Um, sort of summer's kind of winding down. Um, yep. Uh, we're probably in for a shorter episode, but uh, you guys know we don't know yet. We don't know, but you know. That's the, That's the thing. So, what are we going to talk about today? Gothenburg, Iron Maiden, Legacy of the Beast, 2022. All that stuff, really. Well, it happened. I mean, we set out to uh, stream down there, maybe, or something like that. Uh, yeah. We did meet. We can get to that. That, that was kind of cool. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, there was really no room to, to be productive, at least not for me. It was hard. You no. know, it was just time just flew by. It was a bit of a flurry. I ran into a lot of people that I wanted to see, and I missed a lot of people that I wanted to see. Uh, all these kind of things, I kind of, going into it, Assume I have more time and energy than I actually end up having. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll do this and I'll go by Peter Evish's uh, yeah, right, place exactly. and do that. I'll go there. I'll do like five things and I'll get there. And I'll do it. like, no, I, I, that, there's no way I was going to do all that. Yeah. Um, I had a good time. So I, I showed up. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep. Uh, well, it's okay. So here's what happened. I was I was going to head down a day early so I can see that our uh, our friends and uh, Maiden Poldon, they had a live podcast. Um, on Thursday night, and that would to be, that which is uh, as you know, I'm sure you guys know, but if you don't, Maiden Potten's a Swedish Iron Maiden podcast. Uh, both the two brothers uh, host it, and they've both been on our show. Um, yep, one of them, you will, has been on multiple times, and I've been on Maiden Potten twice as well. I think I've been once or twice too, twice at least, uh, once at least. But I maybe you were maybe in twice. a live live thing. Uh, I remember, yeah. I recall. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did yeah. that. that was, yeah, that's right. Where, where I was, yeah, when Sujutsu came out. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I was going to go see them on Thursday nights. So I was going to show up early and I was going to just have like a plenty of time. So I'd have time to just relax and walk around town, maybe visit a record shop. And uh, then somehow magically the entire sort of electrical system for the all the trains in a certain area uh, completely shut down. Yeah, it was wild. I think it was fires on the ra- on the tracks. Well, I mean, first of all, it was a staff shortage all summer long. For, for the entire uh, train company. And then uh, uh, in the heat, there were, there were fires on tracks. And, uh, yeah. and that, that apparently set off, set off some electrical issues because we couldn't, the, the, the trains were not getting like, enough electricity to move. So we spent, I was supposed to, we were supposed to arrive at 2.30. It was like at maybe like, oh, 3.30 or so. Maybe three, I can't remember. So I, 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 I Sometime around then is when we when I finally got moving towards Gothenburg again, but not by train. I, w- I was uh, lucky enough to catch a ride with the uh, Brink brothers from uh, Maidenpolden in a taxi 
from the middle of nowhere to Gothenburg. It was a three-hour taxi yeah. ride. Yeah, I met um, uh, I met Axel uh, down in Gothenburg, and uh, he, t- he told me that they, uh, the alibi or whatever you would call that, the reason for getting uh, the cab ahead of maybe some other weary travelers was that they had this um, seminar, as they call it, which yeah, it, actually, yeah. it was a seminar, you know. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, the funny thing was, though, of course, that uh, inevitably, well, first of all, say those guys. Those guys are very. They will go out of their way for uh, people. They're they're very, they're very caring dudes. Uh, so there was this. The train company uh, raised a car for us that they were paying for. It was a big car, and there was four of us. There was now. There's at least another four sp- seats left in this car, uh, but just because of the policy of the the book, whatever, it's some sort of bureaucracy nonsense uh there was a, a family of three it was a mom and two kids and they desperately needed to get to gothenburg but the the, the, the company would have charged us double to bring them with us hmm. empty empty seats just you know there's, there, there's so nothing which to, company yeah. would have charged you uh, I'd, uh the, whoever the tax the taxi so the taxi was. company would have charged uh, uh double uh, for what uh, the train for company three more paid, passengers. the train company paid for it right yeah i did but the, the, apparently for that to happen uh the um the uh, essentially we would have to pay out of pocket additional uh, like 400 euros. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not gonna happen. No, which is ridiculous because it's not like we were going, it wasn't going out of their way, it's, they were going the exact same space, same place. But uh, you know, they, they, the, the, both those guys, you will and Axel, did go out of their way to try to make that happen. And I think a lot of their pushing ended up actually that, that another car was sent for them. Now, I don't know why they couldn't just go in the original car, <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, some sort of that's anyway, for so us they, to never find out. Yeah, but of course, after all that, uh, apparently, like half an hour after we we left, uh, the train started rolling again, and uh, the train arrived a, 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 a easily an hour before we did. Um, yeah, I heard so too. So we went right from there to the live podcast. The live podcast was a lot of fun, and that sort of brings me to uh, the, the day of the gig. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we could take uh, in the parallel, the flip side of it, uh, the the Jonas side of things. Uh, I was uh, out at the countryside, and uh, uh, the reason I didn't go on Thursday, which was my plan, uh, was that uh, I was in a party of three travelers. Uh, Emil and Christian and uh, Emil fixed all the tickets and everything uh, not to be confused with the drummer Emil another Emil uh, he, he fixed uh, tickets and everything and uh, I signed off on them because it was just so nice that someone had arranged everything and then I realized yeah, yeah. oh shit this is for Friday okay uh, well uh, Eric will fill in for me <laughs> yeah. you know basically at least have some presence from, from our podcast I mean of course uh, the main reason was that I wanted to go which I couldn't, but um, we had nice cheap tickets. And on Friday, it was exactly the same uh, schedule as you, 11.17 from Centralen, but miraculously everything worked. And I took another train to get there from, from the countryside, from uh, the Mälar, Mälartågen, which also mm. worked, So because uh, nothing had worked for, for ages. And uh, I couldn't worry, because me worrying wouldn't solve anything. <laughs> So I was no, just now f- yeah. fingers crossed and uh, let's hope for the best. And we had these uh, like uh, ultra emergency plans of uh, hitchhiking or uh, catching a plane or whatever to not <laughs> not miss the maiden gig, basically. Yeah. No, I, I would have been a lot more worried if, if, if it had been on the day of, of the gig. No offense to the Brinks, but I, I feel I would have been more okay missing that than missing the gig itself. <laughs> yeah. But what I do wish I did, sort of, with the gift of hindsight now, is the, the 
There was a sort of maiden or train 666. It was a sort of a theme train that left from Stockholm to Gothenburg. And they had like, you, you know, tons of trooper on board. And apparently they got a goodie bag that contains a, uh, you know, a limited edition uh, 12-inch single just for that trip and that kind of stuff. Yep. I really wish I'd done that because that would have been kind of fun too. So I, I, essentially, I, you know, I I love being a little podcast. So probably what I would like to have done, had money and time not been an issue, I would have gone to the podcast, come back to Stockholm and <laughs> taken the six trains. <laughs> 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 go back no, to Stockholm just to catch train six six six, and ap- apparently that train was running for a few days longer, uh, still oh, with the, with the full Iron Maiden graphic and everything on it. I mean, of course, without uh, the vinyl, which by the way was no original material. It was uh, Number of the Beast from uh, Knights of the Dead, I think, because oh, it said live Stratego, in Mexico. Yeah, and then it was um, Stratego, just Stratego, but it was uh, oh, and yeah. it was printed on this um, bootleg-looking you know, white. Uh, vinyl uh, thingy and i've seen them come up now as like uh, you know people are hustling them out but uh i don't know if it's gonna be a a valuable item I, I, or I, not. I, I don't think so i mean it's just been fun to have i'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna pay, pay for it i wonder what that train ride was because i when i see things like that i just immediately assume it's gonna be a bit overpriced and you know uh, and then then i don't really think about it anymore but maybe it wasn't you know sometimes i get surprised it could have been you know just a normal train ride i mean I, I, I'll, I'll see if i can find out but i, th- I think it probably i mean it, it, it is not i think they released the tickets a little bit later for that so probably it wasn't you know it wasn't too expensive it is not the cheapest trip to begin with it's usually around like depending when you get tickets i mean you can probably i think cheap low end maybe you can go for like 300 but high end it's upwards of you can be upwards of a thousand if you book at the wrong time yep yeah we booked way in advance uh, i mean the home ride was 200 which was incredibly cheap and the, that's great yeah uh, with, with some switching of trains but that, that was just fun you know seeing the west indeed i do love because i'm down in Bordeaux, which is sort of close to gothenburg about once a year and i love so when you get to the second half of the trip you can look at the side of the train and or whatever you see all the water and the it's 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 i love i love that part of the country yeah exactly and we we stayed in Boros because that was a possible hotel wise on friday so we stayed there and we went home from Boros. but uh, trailing back to um, friday yes. uh, i when i arrive at uh, the central station of stockholm which is you know close to a couple of places i've worked so it's like it's normal normal grounds for me but i already felt that sort of uh, vacation mood kick in a little bit and there was a lot of maiden t-shirts around uh, had a breakfast in the sun and uh, started to feel like uh, you know it had started already yeah. train was full of maiden guys uh, some people with bluetooth speakers blasting ghost of the navigator and no one complaining <laughs> and you know a jolly good mood was had by all i would say yeah that's 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 what you want that that sort of gets you in the, in the mood for yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was yeah. also sort of parallel to the same time for me i was uh walking around gothenburg and you could see you know you could see there was a lot of a lot of maiden shirts. Yeah, yeah. Town, I, I was gonna get into that at some point, but I might as well now. I, one of the like biggest uh, ups or the one of the best uh, parts of of this, I think, was Gothenburg, the town of Gothenburg, because it was like the entire place was turned into maiden town. Yeah. Over over a day or two, and uh, also it seemed like no one would question it. Like everywhere we would see our maiden T-shirts, you would see bouncers on normal. Like uh, like uh, restaurants and bars wearing our maiden T-shirts and uh, yeah uh, yeah I gotta give it to Gothenburg you know it's a bit more of a rock and roll city than Stockholm oh for sure for sure yep 
Uh, and it's, it's, I mean, you know, as much as it would be more convenient, both of us, if they just played here, but I think Ulavi is, is a, is a great arena. Yep. We'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that. Now, so, uh, my, my sort of Friday kicked off with, um, around noon, the guys from Maiden Paulden were doing, uh, uh, sort of DJ set at the place called Jokbarn, which is one of the bigger, mm-hmm. more infamous rock bars in, in Gothenburg. Well, they just played deep cuts. They just played stuff that you won't they, that the band, you know, aren't aren't currently playing on their on their yeah um, tour. And actually, I mean, not not even that. Just stuff that in general they haven't really. A lot most of what they played has not been played before. Yeah, I peeped in there um, for a bit. Uh, actually, when you weren't there and when you weren't there, I uh, peeped in with Axel and uh, my travel company, and heard nice tunes like uh, Judas, my guide. Was definitely playing, and uh, yeah. was it uh, Nomad should have been there? I guess Nomad because of the brothers, right? It's their favorite tune. I don't, kind of. I don't know that was part of the uh, initial set, but that they probably played that. Um, they did uh, Monsegur, they did uh, Particle Sun, I think, and they did. Oh shit! There's a bunch. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, to Tame, I think they ended the initial set on to Tame a Land. Mm-hmm. Nice. DJ's, and, oh, yeah. DJ set that is we should mention not a live band no not yeah well, and then they of course did or not of course but they also did Lost for Words oh nice the, the hit of the summer Indeed. the feel good hit of the summer I, I dubbed it that and it's been following me all summer long somehow you know that's a great song very vitamin D again yeah, yeah. so I did that for a bit and then I chilled out for a while before heading over to the arena itself where I met up with uh, you will and we hung out in the beer garden uh, for a couple hours there. And he went quite uh, far onto the front because you could see his flag, the Metal Pilgrim Ukrainian flag. Yeah. Now, of course, that could have been also because they were at, uh, they did a couple more gigs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but I saw the flag on in Gothenburg. So I saw where Joel was during the show, that is. But I actually never met him. I met Axel quite a bit and uh, I ran into you with the sort of divine timing. Well, that's what's funny. Really there. Is that where we are yeah. in the story, I guess? Not quite yet, because I want to mention okay. something that was funny, because uh, I wasn't really aware until that weekend how big a deal those two guys are, in the sense that there are people at their party who were like nervous to go up and talk to them, because they were, you know, they, they've been listening to the pod for so long, and they were, they were a bit starstruck. Uh-huh. At the gig itself, nice. there are people like, like people that come up like, and like, uh, uh, I, I, you know, uh, I say, uh, probably, uh, it happened at least four or five times where people would often a, a little younger dude would come off kind of nervous, like, you know, aren't you, aren't you, are you guys the maiden pulling guys? And they start talking. They, <laughs> I like that. They took picture, took pictures. It, it happened again and again and again. It was fun. And then at one point, <laughs> there was a guy who came up. He's like, "Hey, aren't you the Iron Maiden podcast guy?" And like, "No, no, no, you're, you want him?" And he goes, "Oh, you're, you're not Maiden A to Z?" Like, "Oh yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a first. Yeah. So I took a picture. Yeah, it, it meant obviously meant more to me because I, I took a selfie with him. He didn't want he didn't necessarily want one of me. Uh, but, uh, so <laughs> that's uh, what that's what happens to, when you have one one fan, one rabbit fan. Like you celebrated rather than him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So shout out to that guy. Um, yeah. Made that made that that definitely was a big part of the, that that uh, made me feel cool. Uh, yeah. And then, so after that, I started t- making the pilgrimage from the, from the beer garden to the. 
the front forward area of the, uh, because of the, of the arena. It's quite a big arena, so it, and there's a lot of people, as you might guess. 61,000 in attendance, I read. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. That's like double That's our first gig or your second gig, my first gig that we always refer to, Metal 2000. Uh, it's almost yeah. double that. Yeah. That's nuts. So, so uh, sort of trying to get from point A to point B, uh, or A to Z, if you will. Um, uh, it took a little bit of time, and then eventually when I got the front of the area, like, you know, I'm going to take one last... Uh, piss because I don't want to have to go during the gig. So I navigate the strange bathroom situation, which was looked like complete chaos, but actually some somehow worked. I don't know how. Uh, it was like a wall to wall people, but it, it all moved. It was like it was. Yeah, that was odd. Weird. That was odd. I've never really been. That's very strange. So as I'm walking out of there and I'm on my way back to the to the to the, the floor, um, and just as I get to the. Uh, I'm coming from the sort of left, and there's people sort of coming from the right as well. And just as I get to the entrance of the the area, who would, who sort of shows up on the right on the right side? Well, Mister Me, right now. Yes, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Me, and alone too. That's funny because I yeah. had been with the with the other guys all day, and then I kind of lost them, and so we met like one by one, just like okay, cool, just as not planned. Yeah, yeah. not planned at all, but it could have been like scripted, right around, like, you know, Doctor Doctor. He was right right around then. Yeah, like there's like ten minutes left before that. <laughs> so we did experience the the beginning of the show together. Yeah, the first uh, like so, uh, song and a half at least. Yeah, two songs, uh, two yeah, two and yeah. a half, I would say, into writing on the wall. A yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just moved a little bit closer in towards the center, um, partly to find Axel, which I never did. And he he told us too that uh, he had uh, he had some some um, newly bought beers. And at a rock concert, he couldn't get anyone to take his beer for free. <laughs> that is weird. That is really weird. What happened to rock and roll? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so you did that, and I sort of moved towards the front, but sort of diagonally inwards. Yeah. I caught a bit of helicopters before. It was really good, uh, what I saw. But I did have to do that toilet break, you know, obviously. Uh, Iron Maiden doing a long set, almost two hours. So you you got to empty the bladder. So I missed uh, large parts of it because of that. It took a while to, yeah. to get that done. Uh, but what I heard sounded great. Airborne I only heard by far distance. And, uh, you know, I would have liked to see Airborne too, but it's something when, when you know, when everything is uh, aimed towards a maiden gig, mm. it's hard to, you know, fill your head with the, a lot of other things. You know, everything is just like, okay, how, how do I plan this um, the best that's way? A, that's the thing. It, it, it could be, it could be like, it could be three of my, you know, like three of my favorite bands. But if I'm there to see the third band, the first two are sort of jumping stones to get to that stone. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like, um, for example, uh, Quiela Talk opened for Metallica in uh, '18, and I like Quiela Talk quite a bit. I've seen them headline. I mean, I bought tickets to go see them headline. Skipped them when Metallica played. Just yeah. you know, it's hard to squeeze all that in into one night. I think. Yeah, I mean, that's just yeah, and I I, I I didn't I didn't care about um, uh, I mean I, I, airborne I didn't I decided made a conscious decision just not to worry about because what I've heard's been fine just that I just haven't really I didn't I figured I'd save my you know I'd rather hang out with the hung out had a few drinks if you will than listen to that yeah exactly I actually did the same with the other brother it's fun how we sort of got divided up like that uh, yeah yeah it's like uh, but it's almost like uh, you know. Uh, we 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 were were divided, but not by podcast, which is interesting. Yeah. So it's like uh, we, we fun, were still yeah. together, uh, the two pods, but in two groups. <laughs> you know, 
yeah <laughs> interesting how things worked out and uh, then we had anton a previous guest who tried to reach me most of the day and i would reply yeah yeah, yeah i'm here and then i got lost in a conversation with axel <laughs> or the others and then he would be like i've tried to reach you oh, i'm sorry man uh uh, blah 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 this is where we live in Borås so I actually met him in Borås after the whole thing ah, nice. um, I ran into another uh, few people along the way um, after the gig I saw the guys from Dead Cosmonaut or our friends Matthias and Erik right I, mean, I saw them right after the, uh, the maiden gig uh, yeah, no Matthias and Henrik of course yeah. So you ran into, you, you can you can edit that how you how you will. Oh <laughs> man, um, Hendrik, Eric, I just uh, that was a I slip of the tongue. But uh, I met them. Yeah, I, I met I uh, Andreas from Killer Slave for the first time, future guest and a listener, and um, a friend called Jesper who booked us in Malmo in a band I played with then when he was hanging out with the what I now know is the singer in Dead Cosmonaut. I didn't know he was the singer. I, I knew he was the singer in Niflheim. And uh, one of the Bröderna Hårdrock, but I didn't. I found out that was the case when you posted in the group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of uh, metal encounters, which is nice. I like that, you know. You're just walking around that huge stadium and like, oh, there's that guy and there's that guy. And have a beer with him, have a, have a photo with him. And uh, overall, very festive vibe, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it, it felt like a huge sort of party. And it's also you could it was something in the air because it's just you know people have been waiting for this for quite a while at this point. Yep. It's true. Uh, so we can let's get to the gig itself then. Yeah, the matter at hand, the gig, our maiden playing. Yeah. We have gone through the set list, so you guys know, and probably you, you would know even if we didn't do that a few weeks back. Yeah. Opening with three Senjutsu songs. What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I gather that a lot of people did. I would say that the uh, sound wasn't as good as uh, 18, but that's to be expected when it's outdoors. Uh, so that wasn't a letdown uh, whatsoever for me, but uh, I would have wished for maybe a slightly tighter sound on on the first couple of tracks. Uh, but also, you know, it's like uh, it's still light, it's bright outside. Uh, yeah. It's sort of, it's hard to hit, hit a big stadium gig with a bang from the start. Uh, and I think they did well. I think Sanjutsu worked well. That was cool. That one worked well. I thought Stratego maybe didn't work as well as the other two. No, and I would say it hasn't. Uh, if you look at uh, Bootlegs, uh, it's a similar case. I mean, they play it well, but it doesn't work as well as writing and Senjutsu, I think, live. So far, anyway. No, it doesn't work right there. and that's. The, I think it would work later in the set better, frankly. Yeah, I think so, too. So that sort of probably is my, my low point of the gig. It struggled a bit rhythmically, I would say. Uh, maybe because it was played too early, maybe because they haven't played it enough. I don't know. But uh, Bruce sang it uh, very well. But uh, just, you know, the, the kind of the sync of the band was, wasn't was as tight as uh, the remainder of the set, really. I felt, uh, I felt uh, contrary to that writing on the wall... Uh, was amazing. Especially the acoustic guitar intro was a highlight for me. That's just uh, sounded brilliant, really cool. And uh, they don't play a lot of acoustics live. Obviously, we've seen them do that before, but uh, every bit of acoustic guitar is always a little bit of a, a, a treat, I would say, in a Maiden show. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's quite obvious that the three tracks were played of that, that that's the one that people uh, sort of had, you know, had, had, had time to sort of absorb more than the other ones. Yeah. And uh, it's currently my favorite on the album as well. Yeah, it's a great song. It worked very well live. I'm, sh I'm sure that one will turn up in later non-Shinjutsu tours. Yeah. So uh, do we have any particular highlights? Well, I got into it, I thought it was going to be, Revelations is going to be one of them. 
And it didn't end up being one, but Blood Brothers and uh, Sign of the Cross and Flight of Icarus, those three really, I really dug this time around. Yeah, uh, I would say that um, the size of the crowd uh, had effect on what I believe to be the best parts of the show, which included this time, oddly enough, Fear of the Dark and Run to the Hills, I thought were yeah. incredibly cool live. Nico had this oh, immense, yeah. Im- immense kick drum sound. So the intro to Run to the Hills was like a, an absolute floor filler. Like uh, it never sounded as big and fat before. And then obviously when you got 60,000 people singing, that song becomes something else, I would say. Yeah. And same for Fear of the Dark. Yeah. And then I would uh, say the, the two Blaze epics were also standouts for me. Uh, Clansman, it's just... It's really become a classic. Uh, yeah. It's it's no longer like oh they play Clansman like a, an odd number or anything. It's uh, like part of the main, the main hit cavalcade now. I would say. Yeah. I, I think that for me that that that's the best I've heard them do that song. It, it was really good in eighteen as well. Yeah, but I, I think it was very good then, and uh, and I think but I think this one was but this time they did it better this time. It might just be sort of again recency bias, as we uh, bias we talked about. But it, uh, and last time when I saw him, eighteen, I was you know quite a bit of ways. This was now I was right in the middle of it, right up front. So that was maybe a different kind of feeling. For, for me, that could just been for me then, but I felt mm-hmm. that it sounded better this time around. And uh, what else should be mentioned? Flight of Icarus is always cool. Short song too. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be out on the next tour uh, because. Uh, they've done that uh, flamethrower thing so much. I don't think they're going to play it without the flamethrower, and I don't think they're going to rent, or, you know, probably they bought it, but I guess leased it or something. I think it's it's gone, going back. I think Flight of Icarus had a nice run now, but I'm not sure it's going to stay as a staple. I don't think so. Which is too bad, because I, 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 I really like that one. Yeah, I could live with it as a staple, with or without flamethrowers. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the flame. Uh, no, no, gonna, I, I think it's cool. But I mean, if, if you know, if they feel like the flamethrower is getting old, uh, I would, I would yeah. be fine with them just playing it. You know, like, um, like a trooper or something. Yeah, I think another one that for me maybe didn't do it all the way was I, I'm, uh, I'm a bit over Aces High at the moment as being. Mm. You know, I don't think they need to do that for for the time being. I mean, I think it, it, I think, I think it, for me it does work better as an intro song. Um, I like it uh, as the, I like it as the first encore, but now it was you know the way last encore, extra encore, and uh, I actually f- would agree with you. And I feel like it, maybe it's run its course uh, as a live track for the band. Um, it's a cool song, but it's also it's more fun to play it than to hear it. I would say I like playing it a lot, so I guess that's why maybe they they keep doing it because it's quite a fun song to play. But um, yeah, now uh, also the long set. So at that point, I could have done with something way different journeyman or something that'd be cool or even like i mean there's there's things they could have done there that is i mean i'm glad i mean I, I think that for me uh when they did it 2018 for some reason i was surprised i don't know why well, again i didn't know the set list going into uh right 2018 me neither all i did know was that there was they had a spitfire and that should have if that didn't give me a clue i should have then that's that's me being uh, yeah that should have been a giveaway yeah i tried to not speculate too much i knew they were going to fly to icarus because i had i got that got leaked to me by someone who sort of knows someone, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just, for me, just I liked it up front, and uh, I liked it so much in 2018. I thought it worked really well. Then um, I think I think maybe they should just uh, there's other cool opening songs they can use, and they should just do those now. They've done, you know, unless they're going to do another run of somewhere back in time, which we'll talk about a little bit later. 
um, then I don't think it needs to be there really. If not, if there's nothing doing a, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we. Uh, after the gig, obviously, a lot of people in movement, you know, going everywhere. And, and me and my friends had this, uh, or actually I had this thing on the train down. It's like, yeah, I want to see Mickey D in Gothenburg. Like, he's, uh, he's the hard rock representative of Gothenburg and friends with Maiden. Uh, I just want to see him somewhere. And uh, I don't know why I said that. It wasn't important or anything. But on the way out of, uh, of the arena, we actually saw him, funnily enough, yeah. which tied things together. He was standing in the... VIP parking, like boarding boarding a, a limousine cab with a glass of champagne. Of course he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and then my friend was, wasn't like, oh, there is. Like, it came through. It was more super casual. Oh, there you go. There is Mickey D, yeah. which was fun. And then we found the best afterhang ever because that rock, rock baron was nice, but that was quite a rowdy, dirty place with the super loud uh, bass explosion speaker settings. So after the gig, we went to the cinema, actually, um, film Staden, and, yeah. and sat at the bar on the, on the top floor, which was uh, very relaxing. Nice, cushiony seats and uh, nice. low volume. Uh, very nice to oh, just the, breathe out. Oh, if, with the, if, I, if I'd known that, because I, I, was, I, was, I was right around the corner from there. Ah. Uh, so what I did was I was like, I, like, I, don't, I was like, so my back was so stiff. Um, and I was like, I just, in general, very sort of like, oh, God, I'm tired. So I started sort of slowly walking back towards my hotel. And I figured I was going to maybe, you know, like maybe uh, like change, change shirts or something or whatever. And then maybe go to the rock bar because we were on the list. I was like, no, this is going to be so loud. I don't even <laughs> where to sit. It's going to be sweaty as all hell. Yeah. Uh, so I, what I ended up doing was I went down to the to the hotel uh, lobby. I have a 24-hour um uh, you know, you can buy stuff 24 hours there. So I, I, I got me, uh, I, I was initially going to, like, I'll have a nice, you know, have a drink in the lobby and just maybe read for a bit and hang out. But there's so much people there. I was like, nah. So I bought like a, I bought like a soda. I went to a room and I watched uh, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> That's pretty metal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it also sounds like a good afterburner, I would say. Yeah. This is good. But what is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. And then I had, and then I, you know, the next day I sort of, this hotel was uh, really close to the station, so I just sort of took a slow walk there and sat down at a, there was a local, um, of course it's local. Sounds cuter when you say local. So, yeah. Uh, there, there's, there's a pub there right near the station, so I had, uh, I had a nice quiet drink there, and then I boarded my train and went home. And went home. And uh, meanwhile, I was uh, in Burros, uh, a town that you're apparently familiar with. Uh, oh, very familiar. Yeah, and I actually liked it. I liked Burros. I went in sort of with a, a fun idea that I was going to defend Burros no matter what, even if it wasn't nice, a nice hang. Yeah. But it also turned out to be quite a nice hang. And a, a lovely little town, I would say. And... Uh, we uh, deliberately took a, a booked a pretty late train the day after, so we had all day there to eat nice. eat some Italian and uh, recoup, which was nice. Very nice. Worked out as it should be on the way, as it should do on the way home. And um, back in Stockholm, the maiden gig is done, and uh, I guess that's the point where you want to zoom out and, uh, and philosophize a bit over uh, mm. uh, what we, you would like maiden to do next. Uh, 
because I think for me, yeah, I'll have you in on this, but for me, I've seen too many best of shows because I was always, you know, aiming for those when I wasn't as big into a Maiden Mania. I was going for those because they had the best songs I figured. But now I really want to see album tours or I mean, send you to tour. That would be or something really wacky. Like I'm, I feel done with best of for now, you know. Mm, I think I don't think we're getting one of those again until the end, probably. Probably, yeah. But again, I mean, unless you know, I know Fer- Fergal has a theory that the fact that or he mentioned, I think I think it was him at least, that they probably will never do a you know last tour. In fact, last tour will just have been something that you know, oops, like if something happens, it means they have to stop touring. Yeah, so you don't want you you don't you won't know which one this last one is. And that's the real uh, way of doing it. Yeah, really, you know, because they've at least Steve and, and Bruce have been pretty clear that they don't want to retire unless they ha- unless they have to. No, and I think that even if they, I think they would continue making music even if they couldn't tour anymore. That's true. Yeah, Bruce is on his way with a solo album as well, so it's going to be exciting. I'd say that I, I'd also kind of done with that kind of situation. I would like um, album specific or like a theme set that uh, Bruce mentioned in passing that him and Steve had talked, I guess talked very loosely about doing a, an all epics set. Yeah. That could be kind of cool. But you mentioned, uh, or you sent, you posted a link in our group where they sort of, he sort of said somewhere on tour and somewhere back in, he mentioned somewhere back in time, uh, somewhere in time and somewhere in on time. tour. He yeah. mentioned. So maybe, since since they didn't since they weren't able to well, they weren't able to since they decided very foolishly not to film the initial run of that tour yeah I mean maybe they're doing that that would be the dream I think for you too yeah definitely that, I'd love that uh, uh, <laughs> I know that you will responded like uh, can't they just do Brave New World again no way you will I want to see <laughs> somewhere on somewhere on tour somewhere in time concept well, show think- that would be really cool but uh, on the other hand there is Sanjutsu right maybe we're getting both maybe we're getting the, the Sanjutsu tour, I think, would have to be done in slightly. I think it have to be indoor venues. I think it have to be slightly smaller venues because that's that's obviously more of a niche kind of thing. Uh, whereas a somewhere somewhere in time tour, you you could fill a little, you know, like three times over probably. Yeah, probably right. Rammstein did um, the weekend after they filled it three times over. Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe we're getting both, but uh, the I don't think a Sanjutsu tour would be as, is as lengthy as this because this is a pretty long one. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're off for a few weeks now, and then they're going to South America and then North America. So that this is a long haul. They're not they're not done till October essentially. They have Australia still, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had another thing that I wanted to bring out. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, player of the match, uh, which member did best? Uh, I have one in particular that I think did mm. a little bit better than he. Maybe his normal, well, they all have high standards, but I think he upped, he went above standard a little bit. One of the guys. I was I was over on this. I was on the left. So I was hanging out and sort of in front of Davey and, and Adrian. So I was just looking at it. I was sort of mostly. I was focusing on Dave uh, a lot. That um, uh, who do you mean, Dave? I think Dave did a great gig. He had great playing energy. Uh, looked very happy. Well, it's Dave, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, yeah, Dave was my player of the match. I think he did a great yeah. show, and uh, I was also on that side, obviously. So I focused a lot on him. But uh, they all did awesome. But uh, I think Definitely. Dave had a good night. Those were, yeah, I think I think oh, I think everyone had a yeah very high standards in the performance. And I mean, Nico is above seventy now. 
That's just, you know. Yeah, and he, but you wouldn't know it listening to him. No, I mean, all that air he moves with his kick, you know, that's just, it's too much work for an old man. Yeah, well, that's probably also why he's doesn't seem as old, is because he does that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, could be. And I mean, and gets a lot, a lot of massage as well. Indeed. I think that, you know, just Kim keeping up doing that kind of stuff is really good. It's really keeping him, you know, that's because when you stop doing stuff is when you get. That's true. Yeah. That's what turns old. So, yeah, that's that, I guess. That's also very weird, isn't it? So sort of, this has been something we sort of, that's, since we started this podcast, this, this gig has been sort of looming in the horizon. Yeah, I was going to use the same word, looming. And it, yeah. it's never been fully confirmed. Not really. I mean, things could have gone south. I mean, we talked right before stuff happened. And I'm like, yeah, up until they're on, they're on that stage, I'm still going to be, I'm still part of me is not really believing it's happening. Yeah, pretty much. But it did happen. We saw it, and we're home. We are home, and I mean, I guess we didn't have a ton to say about it. But obviously, I mean, no, the, the set list has been out for a, for a bit now. We've seen most of this, if not all. I mean, of course, not the Saint Jutsu songs, but they were also kind of, you know, they were done so quickly, so it was hard to. That's why I would like a, a Saint Jutsu show to just dive deeper into that concept. Uh, I let I know. I don't know what's coming next, but it seems to sound like it's happening next year. Yeah, and the band seemed very upbeat, very energetic, and uh, you know, ready to go. I think anyway. Yeah. Uh, there was that rumor about uh, Dave Murray wants to quit the band, but uh, the, 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 all he said, all he said was that he wanted to hang out with his grandkids. <laughs> that was all he said. Yeah, and then I think I mean, the same thing is like it's ridiculous how we, we don't. I mean, if we get into this, this is another forty minutes. But I mean, like it, it annoys me. Like there was there's. So it seems like music journalism these days is someone says one thing and then that's on, like that's like it was. I think Bruce mentioned in passing something about, um, like a hypothetical situation. If he couldn't, if he could, if he if he could not sing anymore, right? And he'd want them to, then he'd want to have a hand in picking who they did replace, who did replace. It. And that's and you know there's that and then that turned into, this is what's happening. <laughs> it's clickbait. That's what it is. Well, I'm looking at this. This energized me even more to get back to the list, so I look forward to that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm ready now. I feel like, uh, I mean, there are those that I've kept talking about them. I don't know why. It's not supposed to be me hyping it up, but there, there is that double episode I did with Henrik that is coming up, I, th oh, yeah, I think, after this. But after that one, yes, it will be songs again. Back to the list. We've got some good stuff coming in. On uh, My favorite songs are coming in. I think pretty much most of them are coming in, like N-M-O-P-R-S-T around there. That's a lot of good songs. A lot of good, a lot of good songs. Stuff coming up. Yeah. And, of course, the two-year party is approaching. We are not done with the preparations, but... Uh, so they'll be now soon. We will party. We will celebrate two years, of course. Indeed. Now, uh, so what do you got on rotation at the moment? Let's see here. This one, uh, it was only one vinyl in the vinyl pile because I reorganized them. And that's, it's been on rotation already. It's Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Deja Vu. Nice. And our maiden song title of that, uh, I'm not sure I played anything of that last time. So I'll put in a bit of, uh, uh, there's a song where he sings about the multicolored beast. Uh, that fits. I think it's called something 420. I'm not sure if that's a reference to Marijuana. It could be. I think probably, yeah. Uh, that seems like, sounds like, yeah. I think it's a cross tune. Morning comes to sunrise and I'm driven to my bed. I 
I see that it is empty and there's devils in my head. I embrace the many-colored beast. I grow weary of the torment. Can there be no peace? And I find myself just wishing that my life would simply cease. What else has been on? Uh, lots of accept lately. Because I always pinned Accept as this uh, funny band, you know, a funny German band that was a bit goofy. And they are. Yeah. But they're also some kind of perfect metal. The rest is a big mix of, of what's in the shelf, so can't really pick anything particular right now. I'll go with those two. Uh, just today, I've sort of been listening to a lot of uh, Saxon. Fergal has this great list he made that's everything in chronological order, uh, from the you know self-titled album up into the latest one. So I've sort of been I've listened to a lot of that today. So Saxon is like your accept of uh, of summer. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah the band yeah. that you know pops up during summer. You knew they existed for a long time, but now you see them in a grander light i guess yeah yeah it's like i suddenly yeah that, exactly and i've been listening to i mean some of their uh, i mean i'll say this I, as much as i really dig what they do some of their like album titles and some of their titles <laughs> are a bit goofy for me yeah uh like i've been currently listening to the album a solid ball of rock which is <laughs> so i listen to balls to the wall and it isn't a solid ball of rock, ball of rock. There <laughs> I also listen to Metal Heart and Staying Alive, I would add. Staying Alive is a great, uh, weirdly, weirdly titled, but great live album by Accept. Both for, also, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Saxon are actually playing here in the next, like, about two weeks. Yeah, Grana Lund. Might go see that, might go see that. Might go see that too, we'll see. Yeah, and I realize also it's been only us two for a while now on the pod, which has been cool, but it's time to bring out the guests again. We we have someone waiting in the wings who is very eager to get get back out there and... uh, more, more on that later. Yep, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guests coming in. New ones, old ones, yeah. small ones, big ones, female ones, male ones. There you go. I don't know about small and big, actually. <laughs> That's weird. Percentage-wise. <laughs> well, they are different ones. sizes, I'm sure. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, uh, we are back and running again, I think, I hope. Uh, yeah, we'll see. So. How, like, we'll I don't know before the fall starts uh, how it's going to look time-wise and how we are, uh, how, uh, to which extent we're able to run it uh, once per week, but that's the goal anyway. In uh, like three weeks' time, I am go. I am going to the stage for a couple of days, but as long as we just sort, of, I can. That, that, I don't think we have to miss anything either way. So no, no, yeah, yeah, because we got two weeks recorded anyway. I just have to edit them, so we, we have a big window of time there. Perfect. All right. So, all right. Until next time. Until next time. Up the irons. Scold from the north.
Kommer det 